Our guest journey shows him the deceptive, demonic overlap between many business self-help practices and the New Age, and shows him the ultimate power that God bestows on us through the act of deliverance on this week's Spirit Answers podcast. Well, Zach, thank you so much for joining us on Spirit Answers Podcast today. Excited to be here. Thanks, Alex. Thank you. It's my honor. So um, you have an incredible uh, new age to Jesus testimony. And one of my favorite parts of your testimony comes to a, a pivotal point where you are in an Airbnb in Canada by yourself. You're about ready to open up your own uh, business uh, using many of the different philosophies that you're taking from your new your time in new age and uh all these different spiritual practices and that was kind of the point that led you to truth uh a, a very pivotal moment uh right before you're about to open up a business and uh just crazy how that unfolds but before we get to that um i want to start off with your background uh you you grew up in, uh as a christian in the church and so can you can you kind of explain for us what that was like what your upbringing was like as it relates to christianity yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, where do I start? Uh, so, um, yeah, so I grew up in the church. I actually grew up in the Lutheran church. Uh, my mom was very devoted uh, Christian. And, uh, uh, you know, uh, it was one of those things where I just, you know, went to church every Sunday to make mom happy. Um, and, uh, you know, it was hard to to really feel the Lord there and feel that there was actual truth there and feel that um, that was the truth because I was very, I'm naturally a very curious person and I um, wanted to find truth for myself and grew up in the church um, and just kind of went with along with the motions, didn't really feel um, like the, the Lord was there. To be honest, it felt kind of dead um, at times. And we bounced around to a few different churches and some were better than others. And um, I kind of just had it in the back of my mind. It wasn't uh, something I, I followed as I, you know, grew up, went through high school and then to college. It was definitely not something that I, um, really called myself. I didn't call myself a Christian at that point. Um, after, um, after I got through school, I was kind of finding my own way. Um, but I had that seed planted. I had that seed of, of the Lord. I had, um, you know, those Bible verses and, uh, things like that planted in me to where I was, uh, I, 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 God was still holding on to me. Even though it wasn't a part of my life, he was still there uh, in the background, per se. Um, but, but yeah, I grew up in the church. I grew up in, in the Midwest, and I ended up moving um, to Arizona for college, for school, went to Arizona State. And from there, that's where I kind of just went my own way, started doing my own thing. Um, I I, like I said, I was naturally curious. I was looking into other modalities, other, other um, spiritual beliefs. I'm like, how can, how can Christianity, be, Christianity be true when millions of other people believe millions of other things? And I, I didn't see anything that really confirmed that Jesus was the guy and uh, the Bible was true. Um, so I just kind of easily floated, floated away from that and uh, kind of ventured off. Um, in my own way, in my own path when I went to school. Um, so that, so that was my, kind of my upbringing, but again, it planted the seed and, uh, went off to school, went off to, like I said, Arizona state and studied business and, um, was, 
meeting new people, learning new things, got into the party scene. Um, it's kind of hard going to Arizona State without getting into the party scene. Um, it's definitely one of those bigger party schools and kind of fell into the world big, you know, big time. Just uh, um, got into, you know, smoking weed, uh, drinking alcohol, um, dabbling with psychedelics here and there. Uh, I would watch like the Joe Rogan podcast and he would always be like promoting psychedelics and whatnot. And I would, you know, take shrooms and LSD and things like that, uh, which I, I regret. So sorry. Sorry, mom, if you're watching this, uh, <laughs> I regret it. I don't do that anymore. But at the time, I thought it was a nice tool to get me more spiritually connected with uh, with the spirit world, you know. And um, so I, I got into that scene. And at the same time, I was focused on being professional, starting businesses and, and learning that realm and uh, having to develop as a person. So I got into uh, network network marketing and started hanging around other you know, successful, motivated people, which is not necessarily a bad thing. Um, I got into personal development and uh, started reading books um, on personal growth. Uh, started reading books on uh, how to be a better person, how to communicate better, how to have a better mindset, how to, you know, work harder and eliminate distractions and build a business. And this is the tricky part. This is the slippery slope when it comes to uh, where I started kind of veering off big time uh, is the personal development led into spiritual development. So, so yeah, um, I can get into that if you, if you have questions on that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And thank you for sharing that for your background. Um, so many people that we have on this podcast uh, have a similar background, start off in Christianity and then especially as they get into their teenage years and maybe into college start to, uh, experiment with other different ways of living, get into the world, like you said, a little bit more. And, uh, it, it, you know, just a little, an inch here and then an inch there, all of a sudden you find out you're, you're a mile down the road and it happens pretty quickly. Uh, you're certainly mm -hmm. not alone there. And then I, I, I appreciate where we're about to talk about here, the, the personal, uh, development and how it relates to business development. And, and uh, and it's interesting because there's a very fine line here, but, uh, between, uh, self-improvement and, and quote, you know, self-realization and uh, new age beliefs and alternate spirituality. So uh, I know that you mentioned this in your testimony video uh, there. It's kind of a slippery slope going from mm -hmm. personal development in, in, and then into new age. Can you explain how that is, how that was for you and just what that, what kind of like what you see now looking back as it relates to personal development practices and the new age? Yep, absolutely. So it's definitely a slippery slope. Uh, so I got into building my business and I had books recommended to me. And one of the books was like The Secret with Bob Proctor and and all those guys, uh, The Secret. And when I was reading it, I'm like, oh, this makes complete sense. I'm like, I'm the God. I'm the one that can manifest. I'm the person that can uh, can run my whole life and and uh, I create my own reality. And, and uh, I'm like a little God, you know, and it just started slipping into that where I wanted my business to succeed. I wanted obviously, you know, to be successful. And I thought, Oh, this is the, the secret. This is the, the hidden piece of knowledge, right? The sacred knowledge that I was missing that the churches are intentionally blocking out. And this is uh, what's going to give me um, success. And this is the actual truth that they're hiding from us, right? The secret knowledge, which is not secret. It's pretty much everywhere on the internet. So I don't know why, you know, people think it's all secret, but I don't know why I thought that. But it was books like that 
Um, and then I would read books like that and think like, oh, prayer is just manifesting, right? So we're not really praying to a, a personal God. We're just um, putting our intentions and our emotions and our thoughts together to manifest. And that's actually what prayer is. And it's more effective if we, if we just do it that way. Like see how slippery that is and how tricky that is. Uh, so I would read books like, like that. And I'm like, okay, I want more power. How do I get more power um, as, a, as an individual, as a person? So I, I would like pick up some meditation books. So when I would go into the bookstore, I'd gravitate towards the new age section and I'd just like devour those books. I'd be so compelled to read them. I'm like, this is the secret knowledge. This is how to improve myself. This is the answer. So I would read like books on meditation and, uh, and then that would slowly lead to, to books that were a little more esoteric in nature. And it was just a slippery slope. And then I got to the point where I'm, I'm just reading esoteric books. I'm not even reading business development books anymore. I'm not reading practical, logical books that will get me, you know, some structure and success in business. It's all like esoteric new age um, stuff. And, and that's where I was getting to the point where I was going down the slope and I was starting to practice this stuff. I was starting to, you know, uh, meditate in my room and I would start doing chants and I would start looking at uh, like certain geometric symbols and, and, and like staring at them and you doing a chant thinking like this is going to uh, increase and heighten my vibration. This is going to make me more powerful. I'll be able to track more things and yada, yada, yada. So I was going down the slope and uh, it was getting weirder and weirder. And it was at the point where I didn't even want to share half the stuff I was doing with my friends and family. Cause I'm like, they're going to think I'm a wacko uh, <laughs> uh, doing all this stuff. But in my mind, I'm like, no, I'm intelligent. I'm a creator. I'm, I'm a, like, I'm basically God. I'm just like the whole universe experience, experiencing itself through the filter of my individual senses. I am, I am that person. I'm in control. It's me, me, me. And it was like glorifying myself. And, and at that point, any Christian upbringing background, Bible verses, all that was just tossed to the side. I was thinking that was just some old dogmatic book that was holding me back. That was a systematic slavery, mental slavery. Like I was convinced that what I was doing was 100% the truth and no one can tell me otherwise. And it was going to take a miracle for me to, to think differently. Many Christians that I talked to that were never in the new age, look at uh, some of the things that you're talking about and, and they think it's, it's kind of crazy to think that people such as yourself or myself would, would have gotten into these things with a Christian upbringing. However, uh, what, what I want to point out is that, um, and I believe this is the case for you, what you were doing here, uh, it was, it was paved with good intentions. It sounds like you were, you were doing these, uh, you were, you were trying to learn about things that were going to help not only help you, but then that you could then turn around into uh, business practice you could use for your business and then also help more people. Isn't that right? Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I wanted to heal people. I wanted, I'm like, I saw like, like videos and I read some books. I'm like, Oh, you can heal people like through Reiki and things like that. Um, and also I wanted to help people with mental trauma or, or mental blocks so they can move past that and become more successful in their life, business and increase, um, overall, everything in their life. So I, I wanted to use, I wanted to pour into myself and study as much as possible and learn as much as possible. So then I can then um, position myself as a valuable uh, healer slash um, counselor slash whatever to help people grow in their life and business. Um, so that's why I was learning all these things. And 
yeah. I don't know uh, if you want to say uh, something. Oh no, no, go ahead. I th- I thought you were done there. No, feel free to keep keep going. Yeah, there was. Uh, so then, what that led to is this gets pretty pretty wacky and, and wild. So, uh, I, I stumbled across this YouTube channel. It was called Universal Intelligence. I don't think it's called that anymore. They might have renamed it. But um, I saw this guy, David. I think his name was, and he was uh, he was basically at this high level of these new age practices. And at the time I wasn't thinking it was spiritual. I was thinking it was just like him using a, a higher level part of his brain where he was able to tap into other people's minds through a universal intelligence and um, give them answers, um, give them pieces of truth that would help um, them pr- progress in life. Right. And he would tell them accurate things. So in a way it was kind of like psychic and, uh, and he was, he was just, framing it differently like it was some new spiritual modality and it was a next level of human advancement that we haven't experienced before or has been suppressed or whatever and he was able to tap into people's minds and be like oh okay you're uh seems like when you're younger your daughter did this and or you're younger your mother did this your father did this or that your uncle did this and then that led to this feeling and then you believe this but that was a lie and then this is the truth and then it would twist it and be like, oh, okay, now that's the truth. Now you can get past that. Like he would like tap into people's brains basically. And I was like, this is the coolest thing ever. I want to learn how to do that. So I, I um, started paying for a training to do that. I was doing it online and, and getting trained by his, his crew on how to do what he was doing, thinking nothing of it, thinking, hey, this is just uh, the next level of human development. This is super cool. It's going to make me more valuable. I'll be able to help more people. Um, so that's that's where it starts getting really weird, and uh, I'll get into uh, <laughs> where that led me. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you for sharing that, uh, because there are many people that are listening uh, that are probably maybe a little bit more of that, you know, quote science background. You know, just mm-hmm. they, they they don't believe in the the spirit realm, so to speak. And so uh, I want you to take an opportunity here to present some of the different things that you encountered during your time in new age, similar to what you were just describing there as it relates to this uh, YouTube Mm -hmm. channel. What were some of the um, different modalities that you got into in new age and, you know, some of the quote, and we'll talk about this later that they were not successes. um, And uh, what was going on was not what appeared to be going on as it relates to, uh, you know, quote, helping people or or healing, but what were some of the different spiritual, um, experiences that you had that definitely made you start to believe, okay, there's something more to life than just the physical. Yeah, absolutely. I'll I'll try to list off as much as I can recall here. Um, So one thing was um, I can, I I was able to hold energy between my hands so I can feel it like where I would do this and instantly my hands would tingle and I'd feel like a resistance, like an energy ball. Right. And I was able to, to build up some type of energy. And it was like, a very real thing. Um, and I feel like that was something that uh, the enemy was trying to build up in me uh, to make me a more of a useful tool in his kingdom. Right. Um, and so that was weird. You know, when that's, that, I remember one night that just started happening as I was getting deeper and deeper into these things. Another thing was um, I was able to like know what people were going to say before they said it. And I would just like maybe finish the sentence for them or I would, I'd get like a, a, a thought or something to hit my brain that they're going to talk about this subject or this thing. And then they would just talk about it. I, I would know before they would even 
bring it up, I'm like, that's so strange. And I would, I would just be like, oh, my intuition is just getting stronger, right? My intuition is just getting more powerful. Um, and I, I did, uh, when, when I was going through this training, I was able to get on phone calls with people on the other side of the country. And I would, I would get these thoughts come into my head and it would make no sense to me, but I would just share it with them. Like, oh, you're mad at your sister. You know, why are you mad at your sister? Like stuff like that. Maybe like, yeah, I am. You know, we just got in a fight yesterday. You know, I was able to do this stuff and it was so crazy. I was like, how, how is this possible? I'm like, you know, it's def there's definitely a spiritual realm there. And then uh, I've not just me doing that. There was other people doing that for me. Um, they were, you know, being able to tell me things that only I would know, uh, where it's clearly they're getting, now I know that it's, uh, they're getting messages from demons communicating with each other, telling them things. But before I thought it was just like our spiritual powers and connection and whatnot. But, um, but that was another thing. And then I, I actually met with this guru. She lives in, she called herself some like healer guru lives in Georgia. I flew out there and, uh, she could see into the spirit realm. So she would tell me, she's like, Oh, uh, there's, you know, Abraham Lincoln right there or whatever, or, uh, Oh, there's, uh, you know, different spirits just hanging out around her when we're sitting on the couch and she's like pointing them out, telling me about uh, what they're doing. And, she, and then, cause she was getting, she was way deeper into it than I was. I didn't get that deep. Like I, I don't have like that to where I can see spirits in the natural realm, but she could. Um, and uh, she would do Reiki healing, crystal healing, you know, the whole uh, lighting the sage and, and doing chants. And it was just, it got, when it got to that point for me, that's when I started having a little something in my, in my heart, like, all right, something's off here. I know the spiritual world is real. When I did psychedelics and whatnot, I definitely was connected to the spiritual world. And uh, I know the spiritual world's real. I, I, you know, from my experience, from everyone, everything I've experienced, like it's real. Uh, but this is getting a little weird. This is getting a little too far. I, I'm not really trying to get this deep into it. I'm just trying to help people. Um, so I, I, that's when I started questioning things a little bit where the seed, God was like trying to like plant a seed, like, Hey, look into this. Like, yeah, the spiritual world's real, but what side are you on type of thing? Yeah. Yeah. Incredible stuff there. Um, eventually in, in your testimony. So I understand you start to incorporate many of these different modalities into your business practices. As you, as we talked mm -hmm. about before, it went from personal development, uh, into uh, a lot of spiritual development. And so can you, can you kind of pick up where you left off as it relates to your story and your testimony? Uh, what, yeah. what happens next? Yeah. So, uh, from there, I actually was on a business trip in Canada and it was like dead winter. It was so cold. It was probably negative 10 degrees, something like that. So I was like in this Airbnb uh, building and just by myself for two weeks. And I think God uh, strategically uh, had me be there for when he was going to re reveal truth to me and pluck me out of the new age. So I go there and um, I'm, I'm all excited because I'm, 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 I'm on a business trip, but I'm also getting ready to start my own personal business. Uh, with the new age modalities. I got my website set up. I got um, all, all my systems and whatnot. I have a couple clients on deck. I have um, my processes of what I'm going to walk them through and, and how I'm going to lead them um, into the same basically modalities I was using and how I was going to help them uh, develop in life and business, essentially, right? And I was uh, ready to go. And I actually uh, uh, got a phone call from my girlfriend at the time 
and she was in similar uh, new age uh, practices as me and mindset as me. Um, but what I didn't know at the time is she has she had been questioning those practices um, a, a few weeks prior, um, and uh, she felt compelled. And she was kind of the person that would just be very blunt, direct, and not sugarcoat anything and just tell you exactly how she feels, what the truth is, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So she called me, long story short, and just kind of told me straight up. She's like, hey, I think uh, all this new age stuff is a deception. I think it's a massive deception, and it's very tricky, and it's truth mixed with lies. So it's truth mixed with lies. That was the biggest thing. I'm like, okay, it's not all it's not all BS. There's some truth here. and And she just hit me with that. She's like, I, I, I'm not, I'm not going to do psychedelics anymore. I'm not doing meditations anymore. Um, I, I put my faith in Jesus and that just hit me like a ton of bricks. I can't tell you how many emotions I was feeling, how confused I was, how angry, how upset, how just flustered I was at, when she said that, because it came out of left field. I thought we were on the same page. You know, I was in love with this girl. I'm like, what are you talking about? You're insane. Uh, you've been watching some crazy YouTube videos. They got you brainwashed. Going to Jesus, that's moving backwards in spirituality. Like we're already past that. We're, we're, I'm seeing real spiritual practices and realities here. This is the true spirituality. That's a bunch of a trash. What are you talking about? Like that's my mentality. That's what I was thinking. I'm like, I'm going to now, I have to convince her to think like, no, she was wrong. Let's, let's re rewind it back. And let me... I'm like, what, what are you talking about? And she's smart. So, you know, she sent me, uh, she sent me a, a few pieces of content and then she answered a few questions that got me thinking. And, uh, and I came to a point where I had so much cognitive dissonance and I, and I cared for her and I was like, am I going to break up? What's going to go on? That I had to face the music and I had to take a deep breath and say, hey, if I am actually searching for truth, if I call myself a truth seeker and I'm looking for truth with the capital T, I need to take a harder look at what she's saying, what the Bible's saying, because I, I, I kind of had a fuzzy memory about it and see what this is all about compared to what I've been doing. And that was, I was at a crossroads. I was at a, a perfect crossroads. I'm either going to stay, stick my gun, start my business and continue down the path I was going, or I'm going to take a deep breath and uh, see what this Jesus guy was really saying. And uh, that's where, that was one of the toughest decisions I had to make in my life. And um, I, I made the decision. I, I told myself, all right, I'm going to give this a shot. I'm going to see what she's talking about. I'm, I'm going to at least give it two weeks. I'll, I'll read the Bible. I'll, I'll question a few things and, and I'll just give it two weeks. And if, it, if I see it as uh, nonsense, I'll just keep continuing on the path that I was going down. So that, that's where I was at, uh, at the Airbnb. And um, what, what was crazy is right when I made that decision, I had this thought go in my head like, well, I need a Bible. I don't have one. And I look over at the Airbnb and there's a big bookshelf. And at the, I'm like, well, let's check. So I look at the bottom of the bookshelf. Uh, I find a Bible at the bottom, like tucked away under a few books. I dust it off. I'm like, well, here we go. I go to the table. I crack it open. And I'm feeling all some type of way at this point. Like I'm feeling all the different emotions. Um, and uh, I, I crack it open. And I, I just start crying. I'm like, like, Lord, if you're real, I haven't prayed in years, but I'm going to pray to you right now. If you're real, show me the truth. You know, I want the truth with a capital T, like no more games, no more deception, no more. Why would you even lead me down this, this path of deception? If, uh, 
if it wasn't true, if the new age wasn't true. And uh, I just want the truth. And, and, and uh, <laughs> he, he delivered, you know? <clears throat> wow. Yeah. It's, it, it, it is, in, it's, a, it's such a powerful moment. And especially for yourself and, and myself as people that were looking for, for truth for so long to finally get that, to finally understand what we you know, what, what, why we're here, uh, you know, the, the, the truth about the spiritual world that there is one God that create created us and loves us. And, uh, uh, it's, it's so powerful because you, you finally find that truth. But on the other hand, you, it's, a, it's painful because you have to do away with all the different, uh, you know, worldviews that you had before it, 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 and that's all hitting you like just in a few seconds. So I, I, right. you know, I totally understand where you're, where you're coming from and, and, uh, you know, how, how that emotion can, can come up as it relates to that. Um, and I want right. to just stress too, that, you know, there, again, there are many people that, that are, that I talk to in, in, that are Christians that are like, you know, I just, I don't understand how, how this can happen and how, how people can get into this. And, uh, you know, it, it really, what you're describing right now, it's like, it, it's, it's so many churches, what, like we were talking about before we started recording here. I, unfortunately, there's just not a lot of Holy Spirit operating in those churches. It's mm -hmm. that it's, it, it's a lot of just rituals. It's a lot of, it, it's a lot of rule keeping, but there's the spirit is not moving in those churches. And, and it's very, very easy then when, uh, that is happening when, when the people that are try, there to keep the church, the pastors, um, they're not operating in spirit for people, for the congregation, people that are attending the church to start straying away and start lo looking for something else to fill that spiritual void that they're not getting from church. And I'm not saying that every church needs to be this, uh, hyper, you know, entertaining place where, it, you know, it's just, you're feeling the spirit all the time, but there's definitely a clear distinction between a church that is really being moved by the spirit and one that's going through the motions. When, when you are attending a church, um, like so many people, I think out there, that is one of the, the, the former churches, one of the churches that kind of going through the motions, there's not a lot of spirit led, uh, messages going on, not, not a lot of spirit led, uh, actions taking place. It, it becomes so easy then to get lost in the wonder and in the awe of all these different, uh, you know, things of the world, and, and especially in new age, when you have all the, you know, all these different, like you said, you could hold energy in your hands and, uh, you were mm -hmm. seeing, he, you know, quote healings taking place and you were having the ability to, 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 to read people's minds essentially how it is so hard to not get lost in that when you, when you're experiencing that, when you think that right. this could be then used to help other people. I just want to stress that I can't stress that enough, how, how hard it is to, to see through that when you're going through it. It really reminds me like, you know, let's say you're playing like a, like a video game from the 1980s. And all of a sudden you're transported 30 years down the road. You see, you know, a, P a PS five it's, it's uh, it, it really, it's, it's not, it's night and day. And right. it, it just, it just takes you up. Um, so that's, that's the, the, the first thing I want to say here, but the, the second thing I want to say is that eventually people like yourself, I think that if you're truly searching for truth, if you're, if you really want to know the truth, eventually you will find it. And you, like you were saying that you, you were kind of questioning maybe why God would allow you to, to go you know into these false spiritualities for so long. You know, he, he has a plan and, 
I've seen it mm -hmm. so many different times in, in, in my testimony, other people's testimonies that going, going so far, you know, going quote so far astray for that long can then be used to, to help other people like we're doing right now. And, and, and that experience right. in these false spiritualities can then be used for good and, and highlighting the different things that you learn so you can hopefully help other people and plant that seed um and for for other people so because I, I think there are probably some people listening as well that are wondering that same question why would why would a, a loving god allow you to go down that path for so long and um i i i think it comes down to that and i also think that god gives us a he does give us a, a free will and uh he allows us to i think that that's the ultimate show of love right. is to give us that free will there, there can't be a relationship without that so uh just a couple 100%. of things there that i wanted to highlight that that, that you had mentioned um so you getting back to your your story then so this this hits you this hits you like a ton of bricks you start to realize in in this pivotal moment that uh you know the, the bible the, the, i think you mentioned in your testimony it was like the spiritual food that you couldn't get enough of and you read the whole new testament right. um so right. so tell us what what happens after this yeah so i uh i crack up in the bible i'm reading it and uh you know, some verses jumped out at me where Jesus is like, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me, John 14, 6. And I was like, okay, so it's, it's exclusive. Like, I can't, I can't get to heaven. I can't get to the Father. I can't be saved without Jesus. And um, that, I don't remember learning that growing up in church. I don't, I was like, where was that verse? How did I miss that one? That's a pretty important verse there. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, I was just, I was just devouring it like spiritual food. I, I felt like I was standing on, on, um, solid ground, uh, uh, opposed to before in the new age, it was just like a buffet of random modalities and practices. You pick and choose what you like, what you vibe with your truth, not the truth. Right. And, uh, it was on sandy ground, but with the Bible, it felt solid with, with God's word. It was solid. It was spiritual food. I was, I was like, yes, like, this is what I've been searching for it's been right in front of my face the whole time but i've been looking elsewhere i've been looking here looking there trying to piece together my own thing and i think that part of that's pride it's like no i will find the actual truth it's not going to be whatever you know the bible it's going to be what i find and i decide right so I, I i breeze through the gospels and i'm just like that I, you know i'm really starting to question things really starting to lean towards uh uh, Christianity and, and, and my whole mind is just shifting. I'm contemplating. I'm like, uh, you know, what's this going to look like? What's my future going to look like? What are my friends going to think if I, I'm a Christian now? And what, you know, I'm just like playing all these scenarios on my head. And I'm like, well, it doesn't matter what my friends think. It doesn't matter what anyone thinks. It matters what the truth is and me living in the absolute truth. Cause there is an absolute truth. It's not, it's not subjective. It's absolute. And I want to live in congruence because the truth sets you free. So I'm, my mind is going crazy. Uh, I'm like, I need more, I need more evidence. I need more, um, more, uh, just more of this, right? So I, I uh, just dive into it. Like I, I'm just obsessed. I couldn't even sleep. I'm, I'm watching uh, multiple testimonies of, of New Age Jesus, very similar experiences and uh, learning that the name of Jesus has power calling out in the name of Jesus when people are being demonically attacked when they're turning on their on uh, the new age and they're going back to Jesus, the demons are getting upset um, because they had them. Now they don't. So calling out the name of Jesus, they scatter. Why are they scattering at the name of Jesus? You got to ask yourself that, you know, when you have night terrors or sleep paralysis, like I had, and I'd say, Jesus, boom, they're gone. I wake up, I can move. Right. Why are they so terrified? 
because there's authority in the name, there's power in the name, um, things like that. So I watched testimonies. I, I got into Christian apologetics to answer the historical question, the historical backing and proof of uh, of the Lord and and Jesus Jesus and his ministry and the evidence, the overwhelming evidence that he existed and he he did what he did and people died for um, died for his word and in the name of him and and it's just all these things were adding up and there were just like pieces that I was missing. There, it was connecting dots in my brain that wasn't connected in the church. Uh, there was things that were, were making a lot more sense. And I was see, starting to see the spiritual warfare going on, the spiritual battle, good and evil happening and how deceptive the, the devil really is and how deceived I really was. And uh, that any of us could be deceived. You got to understand uh, the devil is very clever. He's the father of lies. He can deceive even the most elect, even you, even your IQs at, at 1,000. He can deceive you. He, he's very intelligent, and he's got, he's been here a while. He knows what humans like. He knows what their weaknesses are, and he knows how to pull strings. And if you're not close to the word, close to God, close to what he says and what to be aware of, then you're going to get deceived. You're, it's just going to happen. If you don't renew your mind, if you're not staying close to the Lord and keeping your eyes on Jesus, you're going to get deceived. It's just a matter of time, right? He doesn't get tired. You might get tired. He doesn't get tired. And uh, he's going to, uh, he's going to deceive you and you don't, and that's what happened to me. And uh, that's what I was realizing. I was starting to have this awakening, this understanding of, of, uh, of the truth, the, the actual spiritual battle going on and how serious it is. And um, it just, it just blew my mind. Like it, it took me a while to really um, like, transform my mind to what what the lord has uh set out for us and uh like you like you said like i was so deep into all these other spiritual things what i what i did is to and what i suggest you guys do if you're in a similar situation or you're contemplating um coming to the lord and leaving your new age practices is draw a line just cut out everything that uh, is new age related i threw away all my books all my videos i was um i had a video editing job and i was uh, I paid thousands of dollars as well for guru training for these new age people. And I just cut it off. I'm like, Hey, can't do it. Video editing anymore. Sorry. Um, you know, I'm out. And they weren't very happy with that, but I'm like, I I'm done. And then I, I, I paid thousands of dollars into this um, new age guru in Georgia. And she was very upset. <laughs> I was, I told her, Hey, that's all deception. I'm following Jesus. Now I'm out. And I, and I just paid her thousands of dollars that I owed her for the, the, it's supposed to be like a six month training or something. And I was like, I'll pay you up front, take it. You don't need to train me anymore. I'm done. I cut ties with all of it. And that's what you got to do when you're making that big of a transition. You got to cut ties. You can't, you can't linger and, and, uh, and keep, keep in, being a lukewarm and having your, your foot uh, in, on both sides of, of the fence. It's like you're either on God's team or you're on the enemy's team. It's one or the other team. Jesus, or uh, team, team Satan, you, you pick, you know, if you're not with team Jesus, you're by default, you are, you're the enemy, you're on the enemy's team, and whether you know it or not. So uh, that's what that's what I had to do right after that. And uh, um, then that's when fruit started, I started bearing fruit in my life, and, and God started really working in me and, and showing me tons of truth that I thought I knew, but um, it was just uh, uh, starting to really transform me as a person and, and uh, a lot of uh, a lot of burdens were starting to fall off that, that I had before. The way, just all that money, like you said, that you were pouring into these different uh, gurus and, and, and different new things that were tied to new age. 
and the fact that you just cut it off like that, I mean, that's just absolutely incredible. And, uh, just shows you, you know, how, how invested you were and are in finding the truth. You, you had, um, so much, you know, quote, so much going for you with these new age practices as it relates to your business. And it just shows you how, how powerful that moment really was, uh, when you find, when you find, when you opened up the Bible and you were starting to realize, uh, that you were deceived to throw every, to throw everything away like that. Uh, that just shows you some, something is going on. Something's going on here. This isn't just, uh, uh, you know, you're trying to do something for the sake of, of, you know, following a, a fad or, or a trend. And, and, and certainly like, Christianity, I think it's much easier to be uh, considered a, a spiritual person and not a Christian, especially in the West in America, than uh, than it would be. It would have been right. much easier for you to stay where you were at than to profess to be a Christian. And on top of everything else that I just mentioned, and you mentioned throwing, you know, putting all that money into what you were investing in, and just turning turning the the, the switch like that. Um, that. I think that just shows you how powerful this is. Something was going on here. There was there was something that. Your world completely turned upside down, and uh, and the going back to the fat thing, it stuck. This is something that wasn't just there for a month or two months while you were while you were still on your journey, your spiritual journey. It stuck, and you mentioned the fruits, and we're going to get to that here in a little bit. But um, before we do, I want to cover something that uh, that is very controversial here in in Christianity, um, and, and I, I I personally I. I'm surprised at how controversial it is. Uh, and I'm talking about deliverance and uh, deliverance played a big role uh, in, in your sanctification process. And I want to be able to highlight that. So can you tell us uh, how uh, uh, deliverance worked for you and, and the pro how mm -hmm. that process was? And can you also uh, explain what do you, why do you think that is that deliverance is such a controversial topic in Christianity today? Awesome. Yeah, I'm excited to get into this topic because it is, it's, it's taboo. Uh, you know, right when I became a Christian, I was asking about it because I'm like, spiritual world is real. I already know that. Well, if there's power in, in uh, the devil and his team, there's got to be power in Jesus too, right? You know, it's not just reading words and talking. There's, there's, there's real things happening uh, where Jesus is going to perform miracles, healings, things of that. And it, I'll read some Bible verses here. Sure. So we can keep it keep it within context. Um, let me pull it up. Okay. John 14, 12. Very truly, I tell you, whoever believes in me will do the works I have been doing, and they will do even greater things than these because I am going to the Father. Let me read one more. Mark 16, 17. And these signs will accompany those who believe. In my name, they will drive out demons, and they will speak in new tongues. Okay. So this is very direct very clear i don't see any confusion with that um it's within context uh when he's talking to the disciples so there's that right and i, I bring these up because I, I went to a couple bible studies when i was first saved i wasn't sure what church to go to or whatnot and i didn't trust half the churches because half of them like you said aren't operating in the spirit so i wanted to really figure out by reading the exact his actual word and, and going starting there at the starting point right so i, I went to a couple bible studies and I would ask about what, what do you think about difference? And they would, but the answer would be, oh, I think that's just for show. I think it's just, uh, you know, to get views or you know, get attention. It's it's not. It went out with the apostles. Um, and not necessary. It's not necessary nowadays. And I even had pastors tell me, oh, you know, that that's a um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like it's a, <laughs> it's not like a synonym, but it's like a, it's like a. Um, 
a saying like demons is just for neg like demons are really just negative thoughts you know they, they called them demons back then kind of thing you know like trying to play it off like it those spirits don't exist and that's just kind of like how they talked back in the day and it was i was just like what and then i i had a, enough discernment to think like that doesn't add up that doesn't make any sense i'm like i'm going to keep seeking this and uh it was just like okay this is very clear jesus has told us these things where is where is the power? Where's deliverance? Where I know I got spirits, things I've been doing, sexual immortality, immorality, um, uh, different, different drugs and psychedelics, especially psychedelics, smoking weed. Yeah. If you're doing that, you got to stop now because that's going to open up the spirit world like no other. You're going to have floods of demons coming out. That's an open door. When you sin, it's an open door, right? So you're doing, I was doing all these things. I'm like, I know I got spirits and I got to do something about this. Um, so I was seeking it and seeking it. And I, I think that's the answer to, a, you know, a lot of uh, backsliding Christians or or uh, pastors that end up doing things they shouldn't be doing. And, and, and all those stories is from. From uh, Christians that love the word, but they don't practice it, they don't do deliverance, they shut they kind of they cut it out of the Bible like it's not there, like it's just uh, an added. It's just like, uh, we'll, we'll leave that out. We'll take this. This is good, but we'll leave that part out. We'll just and don't worry about that part. That's a big mistake. That's you're taking a chunk of the gospel out, right? And I think a big part of it is because deliverance is a little sloppy. It's not as clean as just singing worship and and reading the word. It's it's a little bit more sloppy because you you spend all those years getting all these spirits. They're not going to come out nice and smooth. There's it's there's gonna be a little screaming for some people, not for all. Maybe yawning, coughing. Uh, it's a little messy, you know. And and they're, and they're you know people sharing deepest things that. Um, they did and 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 uh, forgiving people they need to forgive and and whatnot in that process. And it's I think a lot of churches just kind of cut that out because it doesn't fit the mold of what the ideal church is supposed to look like. Well, the Holy Spirit, he moves how he wants to move. He's the one leading. We don't lead him. He leads us. Right. So we follow what he does. And whether we think it's sloppy or not, or if it's uh, scary or not, it doesn't matter it's what he leads and it's up to him. So um, that's what it comes down to. And I think that's why a lot of churches don't do it. And I think it's a major mistake because it, it, it's life-changing. Once a Christian goes through deliverance, it, it, it's, it's a game changer because it, it's going to clean out all those spirits they let in, at least a good chunk of them. It, it is a process, a longer process for, for some more than others. But anyway, that's, um, that's what I have to say about of that. So I want to get that um clarified and one more thing i want to clarify is um some people say christians can't be um possessed and that's true they can't be possessed but their bodies can be infected right uh, so they can their spirit man is filled with the holy spirit that's protected that you're good but then you have your, your soul and your body can be infected from past sins we need to clean that out right now you have the holy spirit we need to clean that out so uh, for me I, I felt a calling into that ministry and I didn't know why it happened almost immediately. Like right after I was uh, saved, it was like, okay, now you're going to expose this new age stuff and you're going to heal and help people like you were going to do. And with a counterfeit spirituality of new age, you're going to do that with the real Holy spirit, with the real, like the truth uh, of the Lord and that power, which is way more powerful. So that was planted and uh, it took me about a year and a half and after I was saved to find, because um, I, you know, all these distractions and then all these pastors telling me it's it's not 
the real deal, just forget about it. It took me about a year and a half to find a, a solid um, deliverance ministry that's biblically based. And, and some of them are a little funky. So you got you to be use your discernment here, but find ones that are biblically based. And uh, I found one two months ago, just two months ago. And let me tell you, I could talk for hours. I, I know I'm, I'm going on a, on a rant here, but. No, no, you're fine. Uh, so I, I found this, uh, this deliverance ministry called, well, I found this YouTube channel. This is how it started. Um, hardcore Christianity, right? And I uh, was watching some of the videos. I, I was watching deliverances happen live um, at the end of their, at their teachings. And uh, again, connecting more dots, things I, I, was missing. I'm like, this is making a lot of sense. And uh, I watched a ton of their videos and I searched up on the map. That I found that they're only 15 minutes down the road from, from my house. I'm like, I gotta go check wow. this place out. So I, uh, I went there by myself about two months ago, roughly. And I, I didn't know what to expect. I set up like a one-on-one -on -one, uh, with uh, this guy, Rick, awesome guy. He's been working with me, uh, brother Rick. And uh, he, we sat down, we talked, I told him everything. And and uh, we started going through that process. And uh, he invited me to a, a, a larger gathering uh, that they do a couple times a week. And uh, that's when I had my first deliverance experience. And I wasn't sure what to expect. I was a little nervous, uh, you know, I was a little hesitant, but I knew I had spirits in me. They were manifesting. I, I would start to like tense up. And I was like, what's going on? Why, why is my body doing this? And uh, it was not, this is, this is strange, you know, and they were, they're starting to, the Holy Spirit was, was in the room and they were starting to, they were starting to get scared. So they're, they're tensing up. My body was tensing up. I was started like, you know, doing things that my body doesn't normally do. And, uh, I was, I was excited though. I'm like, okay, we're about to get delivered here. Like, this is, this is what I've been looking for. And, uh, you know, they prayed over me. I, I forgave everyone I needed to forgive any ought, any, any type of feelings I had towards any family members or friends. I, I released that. I forgave them, um, and I just uh, opened myself to to the truth, to the Holy Spirit, to God. I, was, I said my prayers, and and then they started casting them out. You know, just uh, spirit of New Age. Um, you know, uh, perversion spirits. Everything that was going on from my past, they were calling them out, and they were manifesting. And then I made a video on my YouTube if you want to hear the details. But I had an awesome. Uh, I had an awesome deliverance. And um, from there, I was like, I, I left there, I left there feeling 10 times lighter. I was laughing and, and just happy and filled with joy, filled with the Holy Spirit. I can feel God now. Before it was kind of, the demons were kind of blocking that. I can feel them. And I, I was just so excited that I found a place like this that practices biblical deliverance. And, and I, I knew this is, was, is what miss, was missing in the church and why I, I went astray. And uh, I knew this is something that I can learn and develop to help other people um, become free and, and uh, do everything the Bible commands us to do and tells us to do. And anyone can do deliverance. You don't have to be special. You don't have to have a special anointing. You just uh, have to read God's word and uh, believe in it and be filled with the Holy Spirit. And then just tell demons to leave. We have authority. We, we tell them to leave. We're the, in Jesus' name, all glory to God, all glory to the Most High. All glory to Jesus. It's him that's doing it. It's not me. It's not Rick. It's not any of us. It's through him we're able to have that authority and cast these things out and, and free up um, our lives. And, and uh, it, it's amazing, man. I could talk about it for hours, but <laughs> that was a, just a quick uh, little rundown of my experience. 
Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing that. I want to go back real quick to what you mentioned as it relates to some of the pastors dismissing it. And I think that's really sad because, you know, um, I think there's so many Christians out there that really just dismiss the spiritual outright. And, and it's really, I, I think it's disappointing because the Bible really is in God, obviously is spirit and he's the start of everything spiritual. He created everything. He's a spiritual being himself. When we have people that are in the church and run church uh, churches, pastors that don't, you, you even kind of alluded to it before that they, they, it almost is like some people don't even believe in demons anymore. And that, that was just their way of dealing with, uh, yeah. you know, the psych, psych, psychiatric uh, uh, illness yeah, back, yeah. back yeah. a couple thousand years ago. So that's really, that's really sad. And I think that's exactly what the enemy wants uh, to, for us to believe that there are no, that there's no spiritual, you know, forces coming against us, no demons. And uh, so many people that are missing out on on the 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 healing that they that can be provided through deliverance. And um, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. another thing, too, I, I appreciate that you mentioned here and you mentioned in your testimony uh, video or at least your de your deliverance video. And, and we'll provide a, mm -hmm. uh, a source for that here, a link at the end. We'll talk about where people can find that, um, uh, which is that if, if all this stuff can be done on the counterfeit side, if there's quote and quote energy healing, which we know is not real healing and is, is from demons and, and, you know, Reiki energy healing, all, all these other things going on from the demonic side. Why, mm -hmm. why do we uh, dismiss the, the notion that God can't do the same thing? And, and again, when he's the one who created everything, he's the source of everything. Uh, we dismiss that he can't do the same thing actually greater because it is a true healing. And right, uh, you right. even mentioned before, there's, there's even things it's like you're, you're in the process. You're, you're, for, you're forgiving other people. You're, 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 you're going through some of the, you know, talking about some really difficult things here. You're, you're letting things go. Um, and, uh, in the process of this deliverance and all that lines up exactly with the Bible. That's it. You know, that's, uh, you're, you're pursuing truth. You're, 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 you're learning to love people maybe that have wronged you in the past or, or learning to even maybe forgive yourself for certain things or, or, uh, right. you know, all, yep. you can, we can go on. Um, there's all these different things and, and you made it very clear. Another point is that this line, I, I don't get how, when, when the Bible makes it so clear that this is, this is what we're supposed to do. It's laid out very clearly in scripture. All these different things align perfectly with scripture. And so I agree with you. I think that that's a great point. It is very sloppy. Um, it, it's not, it, there's not an exact formula. It's not so cut and dry. It, and people, I think, can kind of get a little, uh, especially people like, you know, maybe people that have been uh, Christians for a majority of their life and haven't had much exposure to the spirit realm. I think it can be a little uncomfortable to, to start talking right. about these things. And even right. things like ghosts, I have. Uh, people, uh, you know, Christians that will dismiss the notion that there are ghosts. Not that I, I, I believe that they're they're demonic, but but just even that there are these, uh, you know, these apparitions that can start, you know, messing with people in people's houses or start attacking people. So, um, I, yeah, I think it's very. Uh, you did a great job of listing off uh, the reasons as to why I, uh, it's it's not taken as seriously as it should, and and uh, unfortunately, again, that plays right into the enemy's hands. And I'm hoping that through right. uh, sources such as yourself um, and, and other people that have had success with it, that we can continue to get the word out and, and show people that it, it's nothing to be afraid of. And is that, and is actually exactly what uh, God wants. Amen. Yeah. Well said. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I, I, so good getting back to the fruits as well that we, that you had started to talk about as it relates to your Christian walk and your walk, your walk with Jesus. Um, one of the things that I appreciate that you mentioned in your testimony video is that you you stopped doing many of the different things that you were doing during your time in New Age. One of those things uh, being smoking, you you smoked a lot. Um, so mm. can can you 
tell us um, how, because I know many people that are on the outside looking in as it relates to Christianity, a lot of people think that Christians do this to avoid going to hell, and it's much more complicated than that. So can you explain how uh, these different uh, behavior changes are, are more than just behavior changes for you, and, and they're actually something much deeper? Yep, and I could sum that up by saying, Jesus says, if, if you love me, you will follow my commandments. You know, you will obey my commandments. And I, and out of love, I don't want to sin, like, because I feel like I'm grieving the Holy Spirit. You know, I'm, I'm uh, and I am. And when, when I'm willfully doing what I want to do, what my flesh wants to do, because I feel like it and it, it'd, be, it'd be pleasurable or whatever, I'm grieving the Holy Spirit and, and I'm going to an outside source to get my fix instead of putting my burdens onto the Lord, going to him, asking him for, for healing and, and guidance, right? So a lot of people will do, they'll kind of bandage it up with some substance. and I did that. So I'm not, I'm not condemning anyone. Like I totally did that all the time. It was, that's what I would do. And I started to realize what, why, why am I, why am I needing to do this? Like, what am I, what am I trying to cover up here? What am I trying to mend? What am I trying to, to suppress or numb? Like, I gotta, I gotta be honest with myself, but, you know, so out of love, uh, I, I was like, okay, I'm grieving the Holy Spirit. I need to stop this. Like I'm, I'm feeling convicted here. And, and it wasn't an easy quit. Like I talked about my testimony, like it took me, it took me months before I was able to completely, you know, throw it to the side. And, and uh, my mind became more clear. Uh, I was able to work through the pain I was feeling, like the deeper pain with, and Jesus was able to help me heal through that without me numbing it. And uh, also I wasn't, now I'm not opening myself up spiritually. Like, dude, weed is such a controversial thing. Like a lot of Christians think it's totally cool to just yeah, smoke a little bit, you know, no worries. Um, it's, it's, it's a plant. It's a medicine. God made it, right? There's so many deceptions around it. It's like, okay, God made a lot of things. Doesn't mean you should put all of them into your body, right? <laughs> and uh, it, 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 it lets in these mind, these mind control demons. It, it's very mental. Like, um, and I didn't realize that until I started going through deliverance and training that you are opening up a spiritual door you do not want open when you smoke weed. And uh, you have to be, you have to be diligent here. We're, we're in a spiritual battle. This is a war going on. This is not against flesh and blood. This is against powers and principalities. This is against this is a spiritual war. And uh, when, you're, when you're opening that door, you're letting that in. You're, you're, you're consuming things like that. You are... You're sitting there without any weapons. You're defenseless, right? And you're you're opening that door for any spirit to 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 cling on, and um, you got to be careful with that. So, with the fruits that I started to feel, uh, I my desire for weed started to disappear, and uh, and uh, my love grew. And I grew closer to God because I dropped that. Um, I, you know, I had habits. I'd be on Instagram, you know. A lot of guys do this. They're scrolling Instagram and they see someone, someone bootylicious, right? You know, bikinis, it's nonstop. Even if you, you try not to see them, they pop up. And I'm, you know, now I had to like block it all. And, and at some point delete Instagram from my phone. Cause I'm like, this is, this is uh, the enemy here trying to lure me back into, you know, sexual immorality. Um, so that's tough, man. That's super tough for guys, you know, that leads to porn and, and et cetera, et cetera. And that, and so, 
that's a door you don't want to open. Trust me, you're gonna. <laughs> that's a bad one. Um, so, yeah, you know, I, I was able to drop all these things, grow closer to the Lord, did it out of love, not just out of fear of hell, but you know, out of the love, love for God. And and I'm I'm still working. I ain't perfect. I got a lot of stuff that you know I'm working through. I've come a long way. I have a long way to go. Uh, uh, so anyone watching this, just don't beat yourself up when you when you do things. Just feel. The, the conviction of the Holy Spirit is very tender, loving, just a nudge in, in the right direction, giving you the truth, right? Um, the devil's going to condemn you. He's going to be like, you messed up. You did, like, don't let, those thoughts are like, oh, you're bad. You're, you know, you're going to hell. Like, that's the devil um, and his little minions um, planting those thoughts. So you got to decipher the difference and know that the Holy Spirit loves you. He guides you. He's patient and he's kind and he's going to, um, He's going to give you the proper guidance, right? Anything other than that, condemning, uh, negative thoughts, et cetera, et cetera, that's the devil just messing with you. So you got to be able to decipher the two things. Yeah, really well said. Uh, uh, the last question I have before we give people uh, the the links to where they can uh, contact you or, or reach your, your YouTube channel and uh, uh, et cetera, some of the other, the Hardcore Christianity link that we talked about before the YouTube channel. Um, mm -hmm. It relates to, uh, it's kind of a comprehensive look at, at your life and, and who you were. So if you have the opportunity now, knowing everything that you know and uh, everything that you've gone through, um, especially, you know, the last couple of years as it relates to finding truth and now your walk with Jesus and, and, uh, you know, just the, the peace that you have now and, and, and the wisdom that you have now, what would you tell your prior self, maybe that self that was in the peak of new age, maybe a few years back now having the knowledge, uh, that you have, uh, what would you tell that prior self? I would say, don't just easily believe anything that sounds good or makes you feel good. Um, question everything. Question all those new age beliefs. Also, dig deep into the foundation of those. Where did those begin? Where did those modalities start? Who are those people that started them? What, what were their beliefs? What did they practice? What, you know, what, what was their life about? really dig deep and, and ask ask yourself the tough questions because you you got to know the truth sets you free so even if it it's a little salty to hear the truth because you know it's gonna it's gonna challenge you it, it's still better than living a lie it's still better than being on satan's team it's still better than being deceived and and you and you have to take you have to take a, a deep look and be honest with yourself and say, Hey, do I really, am I really seeking truth here? Or am I really just doing what I feel? Do as thou wilt, like, you know, Satanists believe just do as thou wilt, right? Just cause you can do certain things doesn't mean you should just cause humans are capable of having these supernatural abilities through the new age doesn't mean you should. Right. And those, that's, that's a big no, no, that's going to let in spirits you do not want in that are hard to get out. Um, so question everything, dig deep, be honest with yourself and just know that the sign of an intelligent person is someone who can entertain two opposing views without immediately accepting or rejecting one of the two. So just take, it's not going to hurt. Take a look, take a look, um, ask the tough questions, get those tough questions answered about, about uh, spirituality, reality, life after death um, and um, seek and you will find the Bible says to seek and you'll find and uh, 
keep seeking and uh, and you will find. Beautifully said. Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, want to give people an opportunity to see uh, where they can find you. We'll start off with your uh, YouTube channel there. Uh, so can you tell people what, uh, and, and again, I'll provide a link below uh, for on YouTube and as well in the different podcast apps that anyone is listening to, to Zach's YouTube. Uh, but can you give us a, an understanding of what we can see there? Yeah. So uh, my YouTube channel has kind of evolved the different topics over the years um, just because of different businesses and different things I've done. And uh, right now it's like about fun, freedom, fulfillment. And I feel like I get all that through Christianity. Um, and I like to share my lifestyle and that I'm, you know, down to earth, normal to guy, you know, I'm not anyone special. And I just, I like, I like doing fun, adrenaline junkie, junkie activities and ride my bike and this and that. But I also um, um, love truth. So it's evolving more into uh, naturally, you know, not even me planning this more into like a, a Christian spiritual channel where I'm going to kind of move towards that direction uh, and post a couple more testimonies and, and, and different thoughts and different experiences I've had. Uh, so that's what you can expect there. And, uh, and uh, also, you know, who knows in the, in the future, uh, more interviews, things of that nature. Awesome. And, and uh, just want to remind people too, you can get the full uh, uh, understanding of, of Zach's deliverance process there. He has a, he has a whole video on it where he goes in, into more detail than he did here. And it's, 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 I think it's worth definitely worth watching for anybody that is even on the fence uh, as it relates to deliverance, uh, really informative and uh, really happy that he did that as well as his, his full testimony video is there as well. His new age to Christianity testimony. Uh, also want to highlight the, uh, uh, hardcore Christianity YouTube channel. And, uh, that's something that we covered a little bit here today. Uh, and then Zach, can you, can you give us a understanding there as well as what's, what's on that channel? Yep. So, uh, brother Mike, he's an awesome man. My God, he, he was a secular counselor for like 20, 30 years. So he understands people. He's very smart, very analytical, understands personalities, understands people's problems. And he, he talks about like his testimony is crazy. Like, I mean, he, he was trying to help people in the secular world for years and he never really truly healed anyone. He would always just kind of bandage them up and he dropped that completely and became just a full-time deliverance minister, opened up a building here and has just been, he does it completely for free. He doesn't have to dime. He's never taken a penny in the last 10 years he's been doing this. He doesn't want any of the money. It all goes to uh, the um, deliverance center and he even, has people fly in. He has, he bought a house where people can sleep for stay out for free just so they can come and get delivered. Wow. Amazing. And, uh, um, and he, he's just a powerful guy. He's got tons of, uh, of, uh, talks on there. He really dives deep into the spiritual world, the, the enemy, how he operates. You got to know your enemy. You can't go to battle, not knowing your enemy. You're not going to go to war in Afghanistan and not even know how the enemy fights. You're going to, you know, if you ever did, you'd, you'd ask questions, right? Well, what are their tactics? What are their strategies? How do they, what are their strengths? What are their weaknesses? He breaks that down in the spiritual world very, very clearly. And it, it, it helped, it's helped me so much. So his talks are amazing. Rick Cat, he has talks every Thursday. Um, Brother Rick, uh, he's very powerful. No filter, just tells you how it is, tells you the truth. And, uh, and you feel convicted and he does deliverance as well. Um, so, Every session, every session they do a deliverance and people walk out there, sm walk out smiling, uh, walk out happy, walk out free um, from every session. And that channel is just loaded. You guys can just scroll through it, go to the playlist. I'm just promoting it because it's helped me so much. 
and uh, I feel like it can help anyone else watching this as well. Awesome. Thank you. Yes. Thank you so much for sharing that. Uh, sounds like a uh, phenomenal resource. Also uh, want to give people an opportunity to see your or find you on Instagram and oops, there shouldn't be an asterisk there. Uh, but just so uh, people I'm, I'm assuming they can also reach out to you here if they, if they want to get in contact with you. Yeah. Just shoot me, shoot me a message on Instagram. If I don't get back to you right away, I'll, I'll eventually get back to you. And uh, you know, some people probably have some tough questions. I'll help answer the best I can or send you resources. Um, but yeah, I just want to help people. You know, um, I know people are struggling. Everyone's struggling. I hate people suffering for no reason. You know, unnecessary suffering is just silly. And when the Lord can heal you, so let's uh, let's get that let's get that done. Awesome, awesome. Well, thank you so much, Zach. This was phenomenal. I really, really enjoyed it. And uh, again, I'm I'm so thankful that you kept persevering uh, when you were you, through those years where I'm sure it seemed like you were never going to find where you're looking for that fulfillment and peace uh, through truth that can only be mm-hmm. found in a relationship with our creator and, you know, with Jesus. So thank you so much for taking the time to share your testimony and insights with us today. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Appreciate that, Alex. Thank you for the platform. This is, uh, this is awesome. This is helping a lot of people and uh, continue doing this and maybe uh, we'll pop on here another time in the future and share a little bit more but um yeah i'm grateful that you you had me on i I would love that absolutely and uh all glory to god thank you so much take care amen to that thanks well that is it for the show this week everybody thank you so much for tuning in and thank you again for sharing this podcast with a friend and for subscribing to the podcast i am so happy that we had a chance to talk about deliverance today it's a topic that i think that um for whatever reason like we talked about in this interview it seems to trip up a lot of people Um, and I think that if we don't take deliverance seriously, of course, um, like biblical deliverance, you know, uh, just like Zach had said, um, making sure that we're practicing deliverance the right way, a biblical way, as long as we are doing that, um, or we're not doing that, I think that we're playing right into the enemy's hands, the father of lies hands. He doesn't want us to know that we have a resource that God has provided us through the act of deliverance to help set people free from the demonic. Um, and uh, I know that we've, we've touched on deliverance a little bit before in previous testimonies, but it was just so great to have an opportunity to take a little bit of a deep dive today into the act of deliverance itself. And just a reminder as well to submit your prayer requests either uh, here on YouTube, if you're watching this on YouTube in the comments, to my email, spiritanswerspodcast.gmail.com, or in our Facebook group, Spirit Answers. Thank you again for tuning in, and uh, I will be praying for you like always. Have a great week, everybody. I'll see you next week. Take care. Bye-bye.